There's something new on Air Salé every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshita, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision Education at the Braille Institute of America. Each Tuesday, we're going to bring to you the latest information on computers and adaptive technology. The Kindle 3 Electronic Book Reader Well, Amazon has just released their latest version of the Kindle, and this version is called the Kindle 3. The Kindle and other types of electronic book readers have become very popular in recent years because of the ease of downloading books, the lower cost of books, and the versatility of these very, very handy devices. Now, the Kindle 3 is really a much, much better device, in my opinion, as compared to the Kindle 2. First of all, it's much thinner and lighter in weight. It's about the size of a piece of notebook paper that's folded in half, and it's no thicker than a typical type of comic book. The thickness of it is something that's quite impressive, and it makes it really much, much easier to hold and to carry as compared to my iPad. Now, the Kindle 3 has made some changes, such that the screen has much better contrast than in the past. The blacks of the ink is much blacker, and we notice that there's much better contrast for people who have low vision who might want to read it. The Kindle 3 can hold thousands of books. Some can even hold up to 3,500 books, depending on how long the books are and whether or not the books have many illustrations. In addition, the Kindle also allows you to download and play some of your music so that if you want to listen to music on your Kindle, you're able to do that. You can also send some of your documents that you type in Microsoft Word directly to your Kindle email address that they send you, and you could download these documents and have them on your Kindle. So this could be a great thing if you have a speech or other notes that you're studying for, you would then be able to access that and read it on your Kindle. Also, the Kindle allows you to read PDF files very easily as well. So if you're on the Internet and you're downloading an article from a journal, the Kindle will play it and display it on the screen, and you could also zoom in and magnify that. One of the greatest things that I found to be very helpful about the Kindle is that you do not have to be a computer expert in order to use it. Basically, right out of the box, it's ready to go. You open the box, my Kindle happened to be charged, and there's a switch on the bottom edge of the Kindle that you press, and that will turn on the Kindle very quickly. When you look at the bottom edge of the Kindle, you also notice that next to the on-off switch, there's a little port where you could put in your earbuds. By putting your earbuds, you could listen to music, but the Kindle also has text-to-speech, so it can actually read the text aloud to you in either a human-like sounding man's voice and a woman's voice. It also allows you to change the speed that the rate of reading is, so that makes it very, very helpful for people who are very low vision. There's a volume control on the bottom left edge of the Kindle so that you could also very easily can change the volume as you're listening it to either the speakers or through your earbuds. Now if you hold the Kindle such that it's going to be a portrait mode, in other words a little bit taller, you'll notice that on the left and the right sides of the Kindle there's buttons. Now these buttons are very very narrow and somewhat long. 
Now the button on the bottom of the left edge is the button that you would press with your left hand if you wanted to move to the next page. The button that's directly above that is a button that you would press if you wanted to go back a page. Obviously, if you want to go back two pages, you could press that button twice, three times, and so on and so forth. What's really nice about the new Kindle 3 compared to the Kindle 2 is that it does change pages much more quickly. So this is a way that you could skim through a book much faster. Now on the right edge of the Kindle, you'll see the same types of buttons. So if you're a right-handed person and you prefer to hold the Kindle with your right hand, you could still, again, use these buttons to turn the pages to go forward or to go backwards. What I thought was really very nice about the Kindle is that the Kindle is just so easy to hold. The weight is balanced, it's very lightweight, it's easy to turn pages, and this is something that I found to be much preferable as compared to my iPad. On the front face of it, you have a 6-inch diagonal screen, and on the bottom portion of it, there's actually a physical keyboard. Now this physical keyboard makes it easy so that if you are going to purchase a book or say that you have purchased a thousand books and you're searching for your own book, you could type in the title and find it very, very quickly. The keys are quite small, but they're very tactile so you can actually locate where you are quite easily. Also, two keys to keep in mind is that there is a space bar and just to the right of the space bar there's a key that has an A and another A. This is a key that allows you to turn on and off different types of fonts. You could change the size of the font. You could change the style of the font. So you could change the size any place from 10 point to 36 point. You could also change the font styles. So if you're one who's accustomed to reading Times New Roman, similar to a typical newspaper, you could read your books or your magazines and newspaper in Times New Roman or if you have low vision, you might find it easier to read in some of the other font styles such as Arial or Verdana. Now to change the fonts, it's very, very easy by simply pressing the button A, A, that is next to the space bar, and then there's arrow cursors. You could slide down the menu and you could then quickly change the size, you could change the font, and you could also turn on speech. Once you turn on the speech, you could then also customize the speech where you could change it from a male voice to a female voice and change the rate. And this is something that's very, very, very easy to understand. Another key that's on the keyboard is two keys to the right of the spacebar. And that key there is the home key. So let's say that you're reading a book and you wanted to put that book down. You simply press the home key which is two keys to the right of the spacebar, and it will take you back to the home screen. From the home screen, you then have the option to move the cursor arrows up and down and select another book, or you could do other types of functions as well. A third key to keep in mind on the keyboard is the menu key. Now the menu key is towards the upper right portion of the keyboard, and this is a key that will bring you up to different types of selections. For example, when you turn on your Kindle, you could press the menu key, and the first thing that it will do is say, shop at the Kindle store. So you can press enter, and once you press enter, it will take you to the Kindle store, where you then have the option to start searching for different types of books, magazines, or newspapers. Now what's really amazing about this is that there are just hundreds and hundreds of books. 
that are free on Amazon through the Kindle. Any book that's a classic that's over a hundred years old no longer has copyright. So you could type in Pride and Prejudice and it will allow you to download that book for free. Now the Kindle has two different versions. One of them is the wireless, it's the Wi-Fi version, and that's at about $139. There's also a version that has both wireless and 3G. Now with a 3G, you don't have to have a home computer, and you can be out at the beach in Hawaii. It will connect to the telephone cellular system 3G network, and it will then download the book. I was able to download Pride and Prejudice in less than a minute's time. It was absolutely amazing how quickly that the book came down. Once the books have been downloaded, they are downloaded to your home page. So if you want to then find your books, you press the home key, which is again two keys to the right of the spacebar, and then you arrow down with your cursor and you could then find the book that you just downloaded. Another really nice feature of the Kindle 3 is that it also allows you to purchase newspapers and magazines at a very, very affordable price. This is something that could be very helpful for people who are partially sighted. I know that for many people, when they're using a CCTV or a video magnifier, many times they don't like to have to move the XY table because the text tends to scroll and it makes them a bit dizzy. Now with a Kindle, if you can read print, that's going to be 36 point type size or smaller. You can then simply download these particular magazines and newspapers to your Kindle. For a newspaper such as the New York Times, you could purchase the New York Times for about $20 a month. This newspaper is going to be downloaded to your Kindle automatically and from there you're going to be able to read it in large print. What's nice about it is that the size of the large print is actually larger than the large print version of the New York Times, and you also don't have to worry about reformatting it. In other words, you don't have to scroll across the screen because the Kindle will do that automatically for you. This will eliminate any other type of dizziness that you might experience. Also, if you like any of the popular magazines, you can order a subscription for these magazines and they're going to be about 25% of the cover price. For example, if you're looking at Time magazine, you can rather than paying $2.95 for each issue each week, it's $2 per month for Time magazine. So this is something that's very, very helpful. So in order to purchase some of these types of newspapers and magazines, you simply do it the same way. You could do it in less than a minute. You simply press the home key, which is two keys to the right of the spacebar. Press your menu key. Select shop at the Kindle store. And then arrow down for newspapers or magazines. Once you have found the one that you like there, you press enter. And then it will then be down here on your Kindle in a matter of seconds. Now you might say, well, how do I pay for these types of things? There's a couple of ways that you could do this. When you first get your Kindle and you turn it on, it's going to ask you to set up the Kindle and to register. For at that screen, you could set up a email address. This is going to be your email address. Say that it's going to be drbill at kindle.com. Well, after you have set that up, it also gives you the option to set up an Amazon account where you could either provide a email address 
and a credit card and this is one way that you could purchase your books online another way is that you could also go to stores and you could buy an Amazon type of card these Amazon cards are a way that you can purchase your books through the Amazon card without giving your credit card so let's say that you had a child and you didn't want your child to spend two thousand dollars on books you could buy an Amazon gift card that might be for twenty five dollars What's really nice about it is that most of these books are about $9.99, so about $10, which is much less than the price of hardback brand new books that came out. So overall, I'm very, very impressed with the new Kindle 3. I think this is something that could be very helpful for people who have low vision who want to read. Is it for a person who is totally blind? I found that for me, being a totally blind person, there are still some areas that we would like to see improved. First of all, when I was at the Kindle store shopping, the voice that's built into the Kindle did not work as I was shopping, so I could not actually purchase the books myself. If you're low vision, you would be able to utilize these particular types of features of the magnification as you're going through the menus and such. Another thing that I found on my Kindle is that my Kindle did not have the capability of changing the color of the background to a black background with white text. I understand that there's an update that's going to be put out by Amazon for this Kindle 3 that will allow you to change the colors of the background and text. But overall, at a price of less than $200, it's really a very lightweight, portable type of device that I think is best for those people who want to read. If you want to read books, you want to read documents that you typed, if you want to read PDF files from the internet, or you want to read books and magazines or newspapers, this is a great device. However, if you're looking for something that's going to have a lot of games, or you need it to do other types of things, then you might then consider something that has more power, such as the Apple iPad. For me, I think that just for a low vision person with reading, I like the Kindle. It's lighter in weight. It's easier to hold. It's very, very easy to use. And if you're not really that computer savvy, you'll have no problems really with using it at all. Another negative about the Apple iPad is that the Apple iPad has a lot of glare. If you're trying to use the Apple iPad out in the sun, you might have a lot of problems with reflected glare. But with a Kindle 3, you don't get that type of reflected glare. On the other hand, if you're a person who loves to read in bed or in a darkened room, for some of you, you might find it to be helpful to purchase an auxiliary light. The auxiliary light will provide you with some illumination on the Kindle 3 so that you can read it. If you don't have it, it might not be bright enough for you to read. Whereas the iPad, it does have a backlight, so it will be something that you could read in the dark or under the covers. So I hope this information is helpful to you. Go and check out the Kindle 3. It's available at Target and Staples so that you can try it. And I think that you might find it to be a very helpful tool for you. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. 